Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio WEDI. Christian Arkan, Megan Adelini here with you on this snowy Monday. Um, we'll get to your phone calls in just a moment as we take you up until 6 o'clock. It was a tough weekend for your Boston Red Sox. And how could it have been a tough weekend? It's not like there was some big signing they didn't get. It wasn't like, uh, you know, the season started and they had a bad weekend or a bad series. No, no, no. It was winter weekend. Red Sox winter weekend out in Springfield. Yay! Conveniently out in uh, out in Springfield, man. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, which was just uh, right now. It was at the um, Mass Mutual Center, which is right across the street from the MGM Casino, which is where I parked. And just so happened to walk through there on my way, you know. To wait, 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 wait. When you described this event, because you went there for your Saturday show. Yes. I thought that it was in the casino, and that's why you were playing craps while no, you no, were no. there. No, no, no. I parked in the casino and then walked across the street to the Mass Mutual Center. So you, this is like how yesterday I said I have to go to the grocery store to pick up some food, and really it was because I wanted to go to the star market that where I saw online that Girl Scouts were selling cookies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, That's yeah. kind of what you did. I mean, yeah. My version was way more innocent, but I wasn't same ju- idea. I didn't drive two hours to Springfield just to play craps for an hour, which is what I ended up doing, uh, and won a little money, too, by the way. But uh, no, that's not the whole reason why I went out there. Uh, it was I was there to do my award-winning Saturday program, of course, and to hang out with my good friends Rob Bradford and Ken Laird and Chris Curtis and all those guys. And, of course, Doug Lane which uh, I hadn't seen Doug in a while. We belly bopped. It was great. Um, Anyways, uh, that was the good stuff that happened. Also, David Ortiz yesterday, not yesterday, the day before, Saturday. um, David Ortiz came and did an interview with us. He talked to Ken and Curtis. And when I tell you that there was a crowd like seven rows deep around the stage that we were doing the radio from, it was probably even bigger than that. And people were just chanting and, you know, trying to get his attention the whole time. He was was cool as hell. He was up there with his sunglasses on answering questions. And that... that was another highlight, I would say, of the weekend. Big, big pappy over here, you heard? Other than that, it was pretty rough for the Red Sox and their brass, certainly on Friday night, which is when they had their town hall, and also when I think, uh, I don't know, the, the first time, you're right next to a casino, right? So if people come out there and they're waiting all day for something to do, what are they going to do? They're going to go gamble, maybe drink a little bit in the casino. They got into that town hall, and they let John Henry, Hyam Bloom, Sam Kennedy, and the rest of them, they let them have it. Can uh, you all hear me? Uh, yeah, they could hear you loud and clear, John, and they did not like what you had to say. Let's just take a quick listen in case you missed it to uh, the reception John Henry got. Would you like to address those concerns to fans who say, why aren't you at the top if the prices are at the top? Yeah. I have it up to Tom Kennedy. 
I think the, the, the most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. To have the best. Part of that whole part of the, that that booing interlude right there, the reason why you don't hear Henry saying anything is because he kind of just looks out at the crowd and shrugs. <laughs> He's like, eh. <laughs> I guess. I mean, come on, it's expensive, you guys. Why? You don't think it's expensive to have a baseball team? It's like, no, John, we know it's expensive to have a baseball team. We're aware of that. We're not stupid. We're just asking why you charge more than anybody else for your baseball team and then let all the good players leave in free agency or you trade them away. That's what we're that's what we're more curious about. Now, if Henry wanted to give an honest answer there that wasn't going to satisfy anybody but was maybe a little bit more sincere than this, he could have said, "Listen, we have the smallest ballpark in all, out of all the bar. I think it's smaller than Wrigley, right? It's the smallest one. Smallest ballpark. It's the smallest ballpark in all of baseball. The Yankees, the Dodgers, these other teams, they have way more seats that they can sell, so they don't have to charge as much, and that's why they can afford more players, and that's why they can sort of do all these things, and we can't. And that wouldn't have been a great answer either. We have played like bleep. But that's a lot better answer than, hey, it's expensive. It's expensive to have a baseball team. Like, no kidding, John. You think that's gonna? You think that's gonna calm the masses? Give High and Bloom credit. At least he tried to explain himself as he uh, went back over the Mookie Betts trade and unfortunately said the word bets about a million times. Not enough, right? Uh, yeah. Listen to this. One year away from free agency with a superstar player, and we get inside. And I want to explain why, because it relates to where we're going. It relates to where we're going. We didn't sign up because when you make those bets, they're big bets. And those bets, hang with me here, hang with me here. Stop saying bets and we'll hang with you. Those bets usually, now y'all know it, you guys are smart. Those bets are much better up front. Hold on a second, Ryan, real quick. You guys are smart and very handsome, and you're all probably well endowed. <laughs> you're all I'm great just, hygiene. I'm looking at this crowd. I'm seeing a lot of really good looking, impressive, a smart, people responsible out there. stock <laughs> portfolio. Are any of you guys single? <laughs> I got a, I got a, this a, a, back. a niece who would love each and every one of you guys. <laughs> you guys are smart. Those bets are much better up front and on the back end. We know that. Every team knows that when they're making those bets. But if you want to make that type of bet, you better be ready to back it up. You better be ready to surround that bet with a whole lot of talent, a whole lot of young talent, or you're not going to win. And you see it all the time in that in this game. You see it all the time. And I don't think anybody would disagree where the organization was. We just weren't ready to back up that bet. Man, he said bet a lot. Maybe too much. Maybe a little too much. You know what? sort of, I think, made all that really hollow. We need young talent, and you need more prospects, you need all this young talent to surround your, your great players, is, okay, say that's true. And it is, to an extent, I think. You don't need young talent, you just need talent. But let's say it's young talent that he really uh, prioritizes and thinks is the most important. What's that young talent going to turn into? Mookie Betts? Andrew Benatendi, Xander Bogarts, who you're just going to let walk when they start costing money. Like, why should we get excited about these prospects if you're going to treat them like you're the Florida Marlins and you can't afford to keep anyone once they start outplaying their arbitration and their rookie contracts? Like, where's the? How does that make me feel better as a fan? How you know does what it I mean? make? How does it make the clubhouse feel? That too. Also, yeah. I mean, if you're a prospect who comes up and is then playing in Fenway day in and day out, and you look at the way that things have gone recently under this general manager and ownership. Don't you feel like you're in your starter home? Okay. 
I'm going to play out here. Maybe we'll have a great year. Maybe one out of the next three seasons will be pretty good. And then I'll go get paid somewhere else. Hang with me. Hang with me. You're you're all very handsome. That's who they are right now. It's true. The bets thing was weird. Um, He got stuck on that word. That became the worst crutch word he could have chosen. It really was. Talking to, were were people, um, were they sauced up? I mean, on yeah. a Friday, they, okay. they were she selling alcohol. I, just, no. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So they were selling alcohol thing. in the arena at they that were. time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you got a sauced up crowd and you're just saying the name of a recently departed darling of a player yeah. over and over and over again. Bad verbal crutch. It's like there. a bad wrestling promo. I understand we're down here in the MGM in Springfield. And there's a lot of gambling going on. Well, I got something that you can bet on. Da, 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 da. Now let's try again back to the drawing board. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. So Chad Finn from the Boston Globe, he just tweeted this out. Uh, he Because Nesson is supposed to error the winter meetings tonight, mm-hmm. he reached out asking if there would be any kind of editing or anything or if they would oh. show the booing. I mean, they're going to have to edit some of it for FCC reasons. But yeah. So was it that? Was it that? Was the language like that? Some I, of the, the I didn't hear any uh, any like, one of the cuss videos. Words. I heard a, I heard a cuss or two, but it was just okay. like I mean, it was it was din, you know, in the background. Yeah, so. that probably okay. won't get picked. So yeah. the response he got from a spokesperson was, "The show tonight at eight p.m. As is always the case with television production, we made tweaks where needed to accommodate sound quality in the unique amphitheater environment at MGM." and condensing a 90-minute program to the hour-long format of the show. With that said, the lion's share of ownership front office Q&A is included in the show. All right, we'll see what that lion's share actually is because it sounds like they could trim out about a half hour and make it seem a lot different than it really was. You you suck. What if they do extremely creative editing and when they come out, there's like a band playing and it's like, (laughs) yeah! Yes! Just gonna be fifty-five minutes of Charlie Moore. Well, John fu- Henry says, "You know, it's expensive to have a team, and they cut to the crowd. It's a standing ovation." <laughs> well, that's the thing. They had they had it's a crowd just, coach. It's just like a cut-in from a past Golden Globes award, <laughs> like a Golden Globe award audience, where everyone's like, <laughs> "Wow, beautiful!" Like the Rock is there. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's amazing. But that's the thing is, like, they had Meryl a crowd Street coach. Like, <laughs> why the hell is Helen Mirren out with the winter weekend? She's like, bravo. Way to go, John Henry. Awesome. Wait, there was a crowd coach, you say? There was a crowd coach off to the side like it was an SNL episode. Was he wearing a uniform like a manager? He was wearing like a Nesson uniform, Mm. but he you can go back and look in the videos because he's off to stage right. And um, he's just waving his hands like an air, uh, like out, like he's out on the tarmac. Are you sure, it wasn't Logan. someone who was doing no, like, uh, like the entire time he's like this, like trying to tell everyone to just <laughs> silence. And it was just like the most meaningless job in the world at that moment. I think the, the... wait, that guy to the side waving his arms. I thought that was the interpreter. I thought no, that was like, no, really? no, no, that was there... the co. I thought that was it for deaf people. I thought it was there was an interpreter language. on the left side. There was a crowd coach okay, on the right. So there wasn't a third. Right, what is so. a crowd coach? He's just telling you when to clap or when to laugh and whatnot. Can, okay. I, can a light do that? <laughs> yeah. Also, bad sign when you have to do that. I, I got it. I fixed it. The most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. Bravo. Bravo, John. Wonderful. When you make those bets, <laughs> they're big bets. Those bets, those bets usually, now you all know it. You guys are smart. Those bets yes, are much we are better smart. Yes, thank you. And on the back end. We know that. But if you want to make that type of bet, you better be ready to back it up. You better be ready to surround that bet with a whole lot of talent. A whole... Sounds great. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. That's what it's going to sound like on Nesson tonight. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick. Bill is in Rhode Island. He has a thought on John Henry's comments. Hi, Bill. 
Hey, guys, real quick, and I'll hang up and listen, but uh, John Henry's essentially a bozo because he's talking about baseball players being expensive. How about the guys that he has to pay for in soccer, hockey, racing? So maybe if he wasn't dipping his budget into all different sports, he could focus on the Red Sox. Thanks, guys. Fair enough. I mean, Thanks, Pittsburgh know, Penguins, they all do it pro bono. They can, Love the uh, game. They can afford to get more baseball players or hockey players or racers or whatever, you know, well, soccer this is, players. This is an issue over at Liverpool as well. Like, Liverpool fans hate John Henry because he won't spend. Everyone hates him. Everyone hates it's, him. If you don't want to spend, it's so funny. just don't have the team anymore. Yeah. Just sell the team. You're worth $4 billion. Or buy, like, the Oakland A's. Your buy job a team is where people to don't pay care baseball players. Your job is to pay baseball players and make the park nicer every single year, even though it's a crumbling relic and just a museum and you can't sell enough tickets. This is the job of owning the Boston Red Sox. And if you don't want to do it anymore, then don't do it. Fine. Like, I don't, the baseball players cost a lot of money. Like, that's something new. I I just can't. I I thought that that was the worst answer. answer, The worst answer. Of the entire evening. Here's was, a relatable thought. Baseball teams are expensive, right, guys? Hello? Right? Hello? Me and all my other this billionaire friends were just talking the other day about how expensive it is to do this. So, uh, you know, you guys should all be able to relate to us. Uh, 617-779-7937 is your phone number. Here's Ryan Garvin with what's trending, and we'll dive back into uh, Winter Weekend with the Red Sox next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. It's Christian Arcan, Megan Ottolini here with you for another 40 minutes or so as we continue to pick apart what happened over the weekend at uh, Winter Weekend. Picking through the wreckage. In Springfield. It was wreckage, too. It really was. I mean, <laughs> that first night, that that was, I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, the the type of people who usually go to these things are not fans who get drunk and yell stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it, I just sort of feel like that's not usually the It's not the a lot of our callers. Expecting. Right. <laughs> it's not our college. It's not people up in the, the bleachers who are, you know, screaming at people and, you know, raining down chants and things like that. It's not. It's generally not. It's usually kids and parents and, you know, just fans, fans who are there to just enjoy. It. And uh, for to their credit, the Red Sox had a lot of stuff for fans and kids to do there. So it's not like it was some, you know, cheap thing. Like it was a, it was a pretty good weekend, I'd say, in terms of what they were trying to make it. But that Friday night, I mean, that that took it to a whole nother place. And uh, the next day. It was kind of awkward. I mean, you see these people walking around. I talked to Hyam Bloom, and when he sat down, I sort of asked him, I'm like, tough tough crowd last night. He goes, yeah, well, we were no good last year. And I feel like that's sort of mm-hmm. what they're leaning on. Well, we weren't good last year, and that's why everyone was mad. It's not it. That's Do not the reason. Do you think he actually feels that way? No. I okay. think that that's sort of as what he was saying. As long as he's not lying to himself, because it seems like he's lying to everybody else, and that's I don't totally blame him. I actually am at the point where I feel bad for Heim. Oh, this is great. This is great. Everybody this is hates the company me. line. And I by the way, it. kind of rude for Sam Kennedy when getting asked about Heim getting booed. Sam Kennedy says it's, quote, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. That's awesome. Our fans are so great. So awesome. That's like, don't, awesome? Don't say it's awesome. Like, what How are you talking no? about? How about just saying, uh, we hear them. I love getting booed awesome. off the, getting yeah, booed so off the awesome. stage. Is sweet. Like, that, was, that was awesome. That's one thing I've always dreamt of is going up there and having the fans of the team I own boo the hell out of me. I'd say, you know, every, boo the every guy little that boy you dreams hired. of that someday. So rough. And I know Sam Kennedy, like, John Henry spoke for the first time in, what, like four years. Mm-hmm. And Sam Kennedy just routinely steps in it because that's what he gets paid to do. Yep. And I don't know how he continues to all the time, but to say that you're, what is it, president of baseball operations, analytics, Chief master, human, officer, yeah. yeah, whatever, calculator man, is getting booed. It's just great to have people together celebrating baseball, showing us the passion. Last night was awesome. Oh, Yeah. That's why you paused for 10 seconds before you said it. Last night was so great. Last night was awesome. <laughs> I really enjoyed Unless he hates when time. Unless he hates time. He's like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It's what you expect when you have a last place finish. Yeah, okay, all right. But Sam, he, that's not it's not the reason Sam why they were Kennedy doing that. Sam Kennedy also, he can't get through a sentence without cracking himself up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what you expect. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. You have a last place finish. Your fans aren't going to be happy. But that's not why they were doing it high in bloom. And maybe that's... we were guilty of just being too open and honest about our love. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that what he does when he lies? I'm hilarious. Is that, that his be. tell? That might be his up? tell, He's like, yeah. this is such bull crap. I'm not even believing it.
Honey, I wasn't out last weekend. Awesome. It's what you expect. I can't believe I'm saying this in public. Honey, I did the dishes. Like, what are you talking about? Put this microphone in front of me. Please. Um, Yeah, he talked, Kennedy talked about being guilty of loving Xander Bogarts too much, and that's really what this is about. That's what the booing was about. It wasn't just coming in last place. (laughs) For for Xander Bogarts. Okay, that's it. But yeah, if you had just come in last place, you've done that before. You've had last place finishes before. The fans got over it. They didn't let you have it like this. This is different. This was a last place finish, highest ticket prices, and Xander Bogarts walking right out the door a couple years after Mookie Betts was traded away for nothing. And exactly. I mean, people are annoyed, people are upset, and people are voicing their uh, frustrations about it. I talked to Hyam Bloom the next day, and uh, I asked him about the Bogarts negotiations, and I asked him about that article in The Globe by Julian McWilliams, where he basically said that at the airport, everybody sort of found out at the same time that Bogarts was going to San Diego, and that Hyam Bloom looked totally shell-shocked, like he had no idea that that offer was coming and that they were totally caught off guard by it. I asked him about that, and here's what he said. We had a good sense, even from the night before, that you know this thing was probably going to go to a place that we were not going to go. And, you know, we got to own that. I've been pretty blunt about that. I think we all have. Good for Xander. We, we love him. We just did not think that that type of deal was something that was going to be good for the organization. And you go back to the comment that John made yesterday. You know, sometimes making what you think is the right decision for the organization is not going to be popular. And it's not even, you know, you, sometimes you got to break your own heart because it's the right decision for the organization. So... Basically, he's saying, I knew that this was coming. I I knew that there was going to be a bigger offer. We had a sense that the negotiations were going to a place that we weren't willing to go. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. And I still think there was something. You remember that day when Carabas and Sean McAdam and everybody was tweeting, oh, about to get some good news. It's momentum. Here we go. Here it is. Get ready for a big Xander Bogarts announcement. And then the announcement Lots was of traction. he's going to San Diego on a much bigger deal than anything the Red Sox were even considering offering. Sometimes you got to break your own heart. Yeah, and I know that they didn't just make that up out of nowhere. I know that there was someone in that office that thought, hey, he's Bogarts ours. is coming back. He's yeah. ours, and we just, we just locked it up, and we're all set. So I don't know if that came from... Bloom, I don't know if it came from somebody else, but whatever it was, I mean, talk about talk about missing the mark. I mean, if you're playing darts, you miss the whole board. So you know? it does sound like a little bit of rewriting history, mm. and I would have preferred if this was the truth. If the truth was they just never really wanted to pay up for Xander, at least that would make sense, and it wouldn't look like they were incompetent, you know? If the idea was... We're going to see how Xander does this season, and he still didn't show us enough, and he's turned 30, and we just don't want to pay that much for that long of a contract. We're going to spread it elsewhere. But it really just reads like they misread the market. They offered him 90 for four years, which is not what you do when you love someone too much. Right. Like, if you love a house too much, you don't put an offer in that is... $200,000 $200,000 below the other offers. Like, you just don't. Yeah. No, That's you not wave how it inspection works. and you go way over and you hope that that offer is going to do it. And I know this. And they did that with Rafi. They did that with Rafi. But, and I'm not saying that they even had to do that, but you don't come in way under to the point where the realtor is looking at you like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Why did you waste my time with No one's going to even consider this. They're not, Boris isn't going to consider this. Which is this. what happened. Yeah. So the, the changing narrative is pretty irritating from Haim here. Because if it was the case of they were just honest and they just said he's not really in the long-term plans, it's heartbreaking for us too, but we feel like this is the smart baseball decision and we promise you we have a plan that that there's going to be something that works out. This is plan A. 
We're not just doing stuff by flying by the seat of our pants. Right. Which is how it looks. And now they're trying to rewrite it. And that's what irks me. Yeah, and it's it should. I mean, there's no there's no reason that any uh, team like the Red Sox should be losing out on players that they really, really want to keep, if that's what they're saying. Now, it's an 11-year deal worth $25 million per year. I don't think that that's outrageous money for Xander Bogarts. I don't. I don't think that that's the type of money that should have been prohibitive and uh, and should have made Heim Bloom and John Henry and everybody look at it and say, $25 million for Bogarts, that's too much, we're out. I don't. I just. I don't buy that. I'm sorry. Xander Bogarts was too productive last year. He was a top shortstop, a top hitting shortstop in all of baseball. And uh, just to sort of dismiss that and say, well, you know, twenty five million dollars. What are we supposed to do? Offer twenty six. You know. And if eleven years was too many years, then maybe cut down on the years a little bit and offer more money. You know, do do something like that. If you really love the guy so much, and not for nothing, but the guy you brought in to replace him is all banged up too. Now, over the uh, course of the weekend. We found out that Trevor Story does plan on playing this year. That's what he said. Yeah, I don't know if he I'm actually sure will. He does. He came out and said, "I'm planning to play this year. I will be playing this year." Chris Sale, another guy, he came out and said, "I'm okay. ready to go. Everything's good to go here." So someone posted one photo of Chris Sale, and I feel like he's one of us. And when I say us, I mean me, long-limbed freaks. <laughs> he does not look good. Like he, somebody posted a photo of him at during a scrum. He was just talking to a bunch of reporters. Didn't look good in what sense? He looks so thin. Well, he always, he's, he's always know, been. I know, I know, but it was it was. I felt like maybe some time off, he would gain a little something. He's gonna chub Is up. that crazy? <laughs> he looks so frail, what? so frail. Like I look at that guy as a fellow early thirty something that's very frail, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't have any confidence. Put that him he's on the Java Chamberlain diet. That's what he needs. I, Puff I, him up real like, good. I don't. I don't understand how he sustains this. Is this whole family like this? I don't know. I don't know his family. <laughs> Couldn't tell if you. you met my family, you'd be like, "Yeah, this makes sense." You these, come from a long people, line of slender these people. These people come from like a malnourished area of Ireland, and this is their. This my is great. Just, great fan, grandfather was a popsicle stick. Pretty much. I don't know. I just see you talk to him. Are Ken and Curtis? Talk to him about his bike accident, though, right? Yes, they did. Do we have this? Do we have uh, anything from, oh, the, from the bike accident? So this was this was interesting. Uh, he described what happened uh, when he was riding sketchy, around. Factually. Yeah, there was some questions that people had, and uh, Ken and Curtis, to their credit, sort of pressed him a little bit on what exactly happened there, and I guess he was planning on just hanging out with his buddies, playing video games all day, and eating Chipotle, and uh, while he was biking over to do that, well, he took a little tumble. How are you feeling? What happened on the bike? How are you looking forward to bouncing back this year? Good. Um, actually been started playing catch right around the same time. Uh, got off the mound before I got up here, been playing long toss, so... Uh, everything's been going good. Uh, you were hoping to come back and pitch, right? It's not for just a freak, freak thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, th- my thumb doesn't even feel like it ever broke. <laughs> I got basically full extension now. I mean, I can do all this, so it, it, it's fine. Um, you know, hopefully the luck turns. You know, what what can you do? Um, stop riding your bike around, maybe. You can stop doing that. What's he going to do? Make him a bubble boy? When you're seven feet tall and weigh 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to ride bicycles? No, My I'd say f- no. I'd say don't ride your bike anymore. You're too, it's it's just not worth it. You're too gangly to and you're going to stay gonna, inside. He's too gangly yes, to ride a bike. He's too gangly to ride a bike. Yes, he is. My favorite Even part like of a this- special bike for big, weird people like him. I still don't, I don't, I don't trust him to ride it.
Okay. I don't. The bikes with the one giant wheel? Yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing. Uh, My favorite part of this was he was talking about how much he loves riding bikes with his kids around Florida. Mm -hmm. But he said, it's something we do quite a bit in Florida, quote, where we have flat paved roads. (laughs) It's fair. Once again, infrastructure in Boston has failed Boston athletes, just like Jalen Brown getting stuck in traffic for two hours when he was trying to go 15 minutes. Michelle Wu, why did you make him fall off his bike? Uh, I don't know about making him fall off his bike. I do admit there's hills and stuff, especially Although over where he was biking. He was up by like Cleveland Hill, Circle, right? right? Or was it Chestnut Hill? I, I thought he was know. a Cleveland Circle. He said he, he was by BC. So well, I think we need to follow up with this okay. and find out whether he was in Boston or Newton or Brookline. And then because somebody's got to answer. <laughs> somebody's got to answer for that pothole. That's an expensive pothole. Yeah, it definitely was. And uh, let's see. We'll see what Sale looks like. He's an important factor in all of this. I mean, you talk about this pitching rotation. It looks a lot different if you have a healthy Chris Sale in it than if you don't. But I feel like we've been saying that for three years now. Uh, 617 right. At the trade deadline when Chris Sale comes back, that's right. like making a blockbuster trade. Sure. Why make a trade when we have Chris Sale coming back at the deadline? I mean, think about it. Uh, Matt is in Walpole, who has a thought on Xander Bogart. Hi, Matt. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't let this slide. Did you just say that the San Diego Padres didn't overpay Z- Xander Bogart? I didn't you, think you $25 think that that million dollars was that much. I didn't think that that was a ridiculous, or the 11 years may have been a lot, and I think that's what scared him off, but I didn't think $25 million was that much of an overpay for Xander Bogarts. No, not at all. I think that the $125 million that you're going to be paying him from ages 36 and on might be a little ridiculous. And I think that if the Red Sox can get away with trading for for Kim from San Diego, who's only got .7 war less than Xander Bogarts, and I don't even know how much money less, but it's way less than that, then I I don't know how you can really call it uh, a failure. I get Xander Bogarts was beloved by Boston, but we're talking about a guy who had home runs. Who cares about his home runs? He is a first in shortstops and on base, and I think second in slugging percentage. OBP like led, I think, all shortstops and hits. He was very productive, Matt. And not only that, but that twenty-five. Hold on a second, Matt. That twenty-five million dollars in six years isn't going to seem like that much money. It's a lot of money now. In six years, the market's going to go up. Twenty-five million is not going to seem like that much. What's the point in keeping him if he doesn't have power, which is the one the one problem that the Red Sox really had? You can just get Kim, who's really not that worse. They got a lot more problems. They have a lot say, more problems than you, that, Matt. Matt. There, there's a lot more problems than the power than problem. And Xander <laughs> Bogart, one issues. of the better hitting shortstops in all of baseball. Did he hit a lot of home runs last year? No, he didn't. Neither did J.D. Martinez, who you moved on from because he's a DH, and that's all you need from him. From Xander Bogarts, I'll take what you got from him last year. I don't care if he only had 15 home runs. He was one of the best hitting shortstops in all, the whole league, not just the AL, the whole league. Add to the fact that he's asking for someone that just got a cup of coffee because Fernando Tatis Jr. got hurt. Like, he had a solid, like, Kim had a solid year this year in San Diego. I didn't even know who he was talking about. No, he's just some, <laughs> just he's just some like, utility player. He's a Brock Holt. I love okay. Brock Holt, but he's a Brock Holt. And to expect that you're going to get power out of a Brock Holt, like, that's just insane. It, the fact of the matter, and, it, like, it traces its way all the way back to Heim Bloom saying, we want to secure someone that we can build around. Mm-hmm. He wasn't willing to do that with Mookie. He wasn't willing to do that with Xander. They did that with Devers now, but what do you have around Devers? Like you're just proving your point that this is a bridge year and you're just lying to every single like Red Sox fan right now. Yeah. It's insane. And I think that's what a uh, part of the reason why the vitriol was as bad as it was. Like what d- does this team do we feel any better about this team? Hyam Bloom can come up there and say, "Hey, we got all the prospects we need now and we're feeling really good about the future, but is anyone 
Is any fan feeling that way? Does any fan feel like they got better than they were last year when they were in last place? Like, no. No one thinks that. And they were a last place team last year, and then you got worse. The only thing you did was keep your guy and sign Duvall, and that's basically it, and Kenley Jansen. Like, really, there's not much else to even point to. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that the, the, the long and short of it here is that if you, if you don't try and dress this up and put a positive spin on it, people aren't going to show up. Right. Like if if High and Bloom went out there and said, yeah, we're still a couple of years into this and we're still not quite there yet, but we'll be there in a year or two when these prospects grow up, then people are going to say, well, I'm not going to the games this year. I'm not going to waste my money on season tickets if this isn't even a realistic season to, you know, to to invest in. But if he comes out and says, you know, we got these great young players and now they're going to be surrounding our stars then at the very least... Star. Our star, true, the one star. Then at the very least, you have something you can kind of beat the drum on. You know, well, we got this. We got this going. You know, we're excited about this. We're optimistic about this. But no fan really shares that optimism. Well, I also think, too, the caller's point about it being overpaid because by the time he's 36, the back end of the contract is going to be nearly null and void because of his aging. Right. I agree from a financial standpoint, but that's how all of these contracts are right now. And you just did the same thing with Rafi. So it's more that you can pick and choose and decide, well, this guy's 26, this guy's 30. And that's the difference between whether we're going to make the make a long-term investment on him, knowing that the back half of the contract is always most likely going to be kind of a waste. That's that's the sandbox that everybody's playing in right now in terms of the contracts. And I think that's what's so alarming about the initial contract that they offered, that it was only four years, $90 million. That's just telling a player that you're not interested in investing them in them at all. So once again, like, don't go back now and try to rewrite history when everybody has that number at their fingertips. Yeah. I think it's just very frustrating. Yeah, Listen, Xander, we like you a lot, but I mean... Let's be real. You're going to be 37 in seven years, so we can't possibly pay you. I'm saying Kenny now. We can't possibly pay you <laughs> that money. I mean, I that argument makes me so crazy. Oh, he's got to – that's so much money for 36, 37, 38. Okay, great. What about 30 to 36? Do you think Xander's going to be good next year? Do you think Xander's going to be good the year after that? Yeah, probably. It's the cost of and playing in the sandbox. That's the thing is, I agree. The contracts are crazy. You know, good for them getting their money. Baseball players are expensive, mm-hmm. as we heard from John Henry. That's that's the nature of the business right it now. Is. Maybe it'll change. Maybe something will change five or six years from now, and everybody will all look back on this era and go, oh, my God, I can't believe they were giving those contracts out. But unless they have some intel that that's coming down the pipeline, then I don't understand how you're picking and choosing some of these investments. Let's take one call here before the break. Richard is in Framingham. Hi, Richard. How's it going? going what's up uh so was that high bloom that just called by the way i think it was i i mean it's insanity the fact that people don't understand it i pay a lot of money to go to a red sox game i want them to put the best product on the field yeah fair enough richard you're right about that thanks for the call and i think that's ultimately what people are the most pissed off about you know you you preach all this stuff about how it's expensive to own a team and that's why we have to charge the most money and then xander bogart still leaves and go uh, because you didn't offer him enough you know so which is it is it too expensive to own the team if it is 
then maybe sell it to, like you said, you know, if it's if it's not financially working for you to put a, pr- a competitive product out there, if that costs too much for your liking, then sell the team to someone who's more uh, willing to do that. You know, it's really what it's about. It's about your willingness to go and spend. And I don't think that Haim Bloom is the one who's making these decisions and overruling John Henry and Tom Warner and saying, some of the I, Haim Bloom, am deciding not to sign Xander Bogarts, and I, Haim Bloom, alone am deciding to trade Mookie Bet. Like, I just don't buy that. No, no, no. But I also think that he has a, played a hand in a lot of these miscalculations, sure. if you want to be generous. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Quick break. We'll come back and wrap it next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, WEEI, Christian Arkin, Megan Ottolini. Before we get to the almost end of the show, we got a quick uh, Celtics update for you. Yeah, this is from Steve Hewitt of the Boston Herald, Celtics beat writer. Said Jason Tatum, this just published three minutes ago, Jason Tatum acknowledged Monday offseason surgery could be a possibility to repair his injured left wrist. That's the injury. Uh, well, he he was, he missed Saturday with the Ra- against the Raptors due to soreness. But I right. also kind of wondered if that was in the cards after the way he played against the Warriors. Yeah. Which was having played forty eight minutes. Forty eight minutes. He had a good game. I mean, obviously, he had a lot of bad turnovers at the end, but they still won, and they wouldn't have won without him. Um, his full quote here was, uh, "Is this going to require surgery?" And he says, "Maybe." I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. It's something we've got to look at when the season's over. So clearly, not bothering him so much right now. He said, "It's nothing that's going to make me cause me to miss significant time the rest of the season. Just making sure I'm all right." Okay. 
So uh, Hewitt writes, it's possible that Tatum rests more games during the second half of the regular season. He's also dealing with discomfort in his thumb and ring finger on his left hand. Who isn't? Am I right, ladies? Hey. Hey. And in order to stay fresh for a long playoff run, uh, I hate myself. And when the season is over, surgery could be on the table for his wrist. Okay. Um, Well, on top of that, tonight, Robert Williams out. Marcus Smart also out. Uh, Williams had been questionable. He was just ruled out by, uh, I believe, Joe Mazzula said that uh, that's the uh, that's the deal there. So shorthanded tonight against Orlando, a team that randomly just owns them anyway. And I'll tell you what, not having Williams more so than Smart, I feel like that's problematic because for whatever reason, I don't know why they never like deploy this against any other team. But the Magic, it's all everybody on their team is like six ten. <laughs> they got all these like six ten guys. They're all really big and tall and skinny, and you know, kind of like uh, kind of like OKC. And they really present a lot of matchup problems for the Celtics, offensively and defensively. And if Williams was playing, I'd say, well, at the very least, you got a big guy in there who can, you know, keep those guys off the rim and maybe clear out some space. But without him, you know, you got a bunch of young, fast, tall guys who are not really good against anybody else, but for whatever reason, I'm still not sure what it is, always kick your ass. So it'll be interesting tonight, uh, the Celtics in Orlando to take on the Magic, and then they got a back-to-back tomorrow as they go over to uh, South Beach to take on the Heat. But right now, what's the time for, Ryan Garvin? It is time for the almost end of the show, which is sponsored by Cars for Kids, the easiest way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Call them right now, 877-CARS-4KIDS-TODAY, or online at cars4kids.org. Remember, that is cars with AK. Now, I don't know how aware uh, Bruins fans are of what's going on uh, with the big old hockey teams on the other side of the country, but there's been some big uh, news for the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, yeah. They have fired their head coach, uh, Bruce Boudreau. I think they lost, like, uh, yeah, 28 of 46 games this season. Uh, Jim Rutherford, their president, was saying, you know, this team needs surgery. Uh, I know Bo-, Bo Horvat has been a big part of a lot of trade rumors going on. And I can understand. Look, hockey names can be tough. Mario Lemus. I totally understand. <laughs> but if you're going to. That's gonna not do- one of the tough ones. <laughs> oh, Mar- you don't think Mario Lemus is a tough one? I would agree with you. No. <laughs> Maybe if uh, hockey isn't part of your everyday lexicon, you might struggle with some stuff. I saw this on Twitter a little while ago. Uh, This is Fox 5 in Atlanta. I guess they're doing their one-minute sports update, and they also just touched upon Bruce Boudreau. Uh, His his firing, uh, he was replaced with Rick Tuckett, who had been doing the TNT analyst stuff with uh, Paul Beeson and Anson Carter. Uh, this is how it was handled on Fox 5 in Atlanta. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau Ooh. has <laughs> been fired by Ooh. the Vancouver Can- Canucks. Ooh. The team announced the change Sunday, Canucks? less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. <laughs> Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreau's replacement. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. So wing Well, she got Rutherford right. So this is this is Atlanta, right? <laughs> this is Atlanta. That's yeah. producer's fault, fifty percent. Yeah. If I, you're writing out the prompter for her, and you know that she's not super familiar with that lexicon, you put it, you, you put it phonetically. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been Boudreau. fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. I mean. It must have been a slow sports day in Atlanta. Right. That's what I thought. If as they're well. talking about the Vancouver Canucks, because so. you know that's not anything that Atlanta has to do. Atlanta doesn't have a hockey team anymore, right? That's no. true. Why the hell no, are the they talking about? The been long gone. <laughs> they're out of. They're out the of town. has been long gone. Well, so Bruce Bodrew, Bodrew, former coach of the Canucks, Bro Brodo, yeah, not having a great weekend. You know who else did not have a very good weekend? That would be Shannon Sharp. 
Shannon Sharp was at the Lakers game. I thought in, he had a great weekend. Oh, you thought he had a great weekend? Well, Shannon disagrees with you. If you, if you didn't see it, Shannon Sharp was at the Lakers game when they hosted the Memphis Grizzlies. He was courtside, and he got into a very large altercation with, uh, I think it was Dylan Brooks, uh, John Morant, John Morant's father, dad, I think, yeah. also as well. And now they've hugged it out, and uh, it seems like it's all water under the bridge. So, obviously, Skip Bayless didn't... Uh, do himself any favors with his DeMar Hamlin uh, tweet and that was a big issue when Shannon Sharp came back that it wasn't really properly addressed. Shannon Sharp started Undisputed today with an apology for the ages. If you're ever struggling, if you ever have to do a big public uh, a, a, a apology like this, maybe take some notes. I actually need to trim this down. This is about three and a half minutes of him apologizing to people. Here's the best of it. I want to apologize for my behavior. Um, you know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up and I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television. I want to apologize to the Memphis Grizzlies. More specifically, I want to apologize to Dylan Brooks. I also want to apologize to my stylist Hollywood. Like I also want to speech. apologize to LeBron James. I want to apologize to my family. I want to apologize to my brother, my sister, my mom, my kids, and my grandson. And I'm never going to be too big to say I'm sorry. I'm never going to be too big, too big to say that I was wrong. And last but not least, I want to apologize to you, Turbo. You've been great to me. I appreciate everything that you've done. I'm not perfect. I am not. And I'm never going to say that wasn't Shannon Sharp because that was me. That was just me getting out of character. And I'm sorry for all those that saw my action and took offense to my actions. I am sorry. Well, listen, he handled it about as well as he could. I was more you know, offended by Skip to... Bayless with his little video throwing his Dak Prescott jersey in the garbage. That I was more offended I, by that. I could have talked <laughs> Mega, 20 Mega minutes had some issues about, Skip about Bayless. him wearing shoes inside his house is gross. <laughs> That's gross. Maybe, like, only because I live in the city. I, nobody comes into my house with their shoes no, you on. You take your shoes off. You take those shoes off. Well, yeah. There you have it. That I was don't know what you've been walking through. The almost end of the show, which, of course, naturally leads us to the very end of the show where we are done for the day. And as always, we are followed by the, the Rich Keefe Show, 6 to 10. Yep. Rich Keefe's coming up next for Megan Adelini. I'm Christian Arkin. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on Sports Radio WEEI. See you. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.